Hello. You know what I'm talking about. I coughed. Uh-oh. Did you think I had COVID there for a second? Opening strong. Big cough. Hey, welcome. Uh, you guys, welcome to this, the 43rd episode of Podgus. And don't you know it, if you've been listening it long enough, you know that I forgot to check what episode it was until I hit record. And then I opened the menu just in time for me to figure it out. You guys, I am so good at winging it and improvising and being calm as a cucumber in those situations where I don't know what comes next. Do you remember in the office when Michael Scott was like, sometimes I just start a sentence and I have no idea where it's going and I just kind of find my way through it. He's like, I just sort of get to the end of that sentence and wherever I end up, that's where I end up. <laughs> and that's like me. I've never related to something more. That's what Podgus is. I just start talking and then away we go. Except I do it for 45 minutes to 52 minutes is roughly like usually how long I go. Um, hey, this is the special New Year's episode. Hello everyone. As of this recording, it is December 31st, 2021. 2021, I'm gonna say both. I'm gonna say the and part. Nobody ever says it, but it's good to know. I like to separate the thousands from the uh, last two digits. I like to split up the digits in pairs. So they have two cute little, it's like a double date. You've got the 20 going on a date over here. And you've got the 21 over here going on another date. The two and the zero on the left and the two and the one on the right are going on a cute little double date. It's 20 and the year 2021. <laughs> uh, can you tell that I don't always do that? Because it st I stumbled when I said it. Um, hello everyone. It is a lovely day here. Hello. Um, it's Algus. I, this is going to be, I'm going to reflect a little bit on the previous year. Why not? Do you guys do that? I know I always joke that it's just a date, you know, it's just whatever. It's a, it's just, it's just numbers. Years are just kind, it's just a unit of measurement. Meanwhile, and we're all just slowly aging and slowly marching towards death. You know, it may look like a new year on paper, but it is just one day closer to your impending demise. And isn't that a comforting thought? So, um, it's a day just like any other. So, hey, here's my quick advice to you. New Year's resolutions. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's common knowledge that New Year's resolutions a lot of the time don't last. But did you know? Guess what? Uh-oh. Life hack. Life hack, everyone. You can resolve any time of the year. <laughs> did you know that? You can have a, a New Year's resolution. The year Your year can start on July the 5th. You, just a July 5th resolution. Fuck it. At any point you want to make some significant changes to your life, go for it. You don't need a new calendar.
to fu- you don't need a new calendar with cats or firemen's on it to tell you to do better by yourself. No. You could start anytime, did you know? Life hack, you could start being better to yourself anytime. So whether you so don't if you if you do do a new year's resolution, good for you. And if it breaks, well guess what? You can do a new new year's resolution on February 17th or whatever. Hey, guess what? It's a new year starting today. Check back with me in February 17th, 2023, because February 2022, I'm starting my New Year's resolution. Whatever, it's just all just units of measurement. We're all going to die someday. So don't let, don't wait. You can't just do a New Year's resolution and then give up in March and then be like, well, I guess I got to wait until next January to start over again. I, I can't help but feel like as I'm saying this, I'm beating a dead horse and you know it's you know it's obvious. It's obvious to everybody. You can resolve to be better anytime. And that said, I have decided uh, I say all this because I'm going to have some New Year's resolutions. I am. I know it just flies in the face of everything I just said, but... It's purely coincidental, okay, guys? I want to resolve to do better by myself, and it's and it's a mere coincidence that I'm doing it coincidentally at the start of the new year. It's pure coincidence, you guys. I stand by my word. I am a purse. I am a woman of my word. I stay consistent within myself. You know me. I will always be Algus, and I'm always going to do things my Algus way. So this isn't a New Year's resolution in the traditional sense. This is a New Year's resolution. Fuck it. It started today. So guess what? It isn't a New Year's resolution. It's a December 31st resolution. Okay? So, so my, I want, I want, I've set, I don't set goals. And this has been a lifelong problem of mine. This is why I'm so directionless in life. And I'm a talented, uh, intelligent person with no direction. And my goodness, how much further would I be if I had some? So this is my December 31st resolution. I got, I'm setting a few goals here. Number one, um, I'm going to put out an album slash a special. It's going to be self-produced so I can do things my way. Um, with the help of I'm going to gather a team around me of people that I trust, people that I love, people that I enjoy working with capable human beings who are going to, who believe in me enough that I can trust that they will put in their, their best effort. I'm going to put out a new album and I'm going to do it. I want to do it in the first half of the year. But of course, when I say that out loud, the impulse in my head that says, you're not ready yet, Algus, um, you're not ready yet and you won't be ready yet. But that's been in my head for 15 years of my career. And for 14 of those, I was right. <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm ready. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm headlining full shows and just kicking ass with them. I just need to sort out, uh, I just need to organize the bits so they flow a little bit better. But the jokes are there. The laughs are there. The heart is very much certainly there. My story is compelling. And I think it's time that I, um, really went mainstream because there is a lack of good trans comedians out there 
And there is, there are, not to my knowledge, there are zero people with a story like mine. So come at me, bro or sis. Um, I gotta get my, I gotta get out there. I gotta get ahead of the game until some other Mountain Dew Baja Blast chugging former bro-y dude who's prettier than me and has more hair, <laughs> has better hair. Uh, puts out an album first and if it's like mediocre and worse than mine then that'll cast a shadow on mine so I, these are all this, this some of these are petty grievances but i'm like i'm fucking ready to go man i'm good and it's time to it's time to roll it's time to rock and roll let's do it um i say that meanwhile netflix just told me a new season of the stand-ups is back and uh Okay, I'm gonna be real with you guys. Uh, it's a uh, a picture, a bunch of pictures of these comics, and some of them are are female, but kind of look like they could be trans. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not good to say. It's mean to say, but kind of. You know, they have uh, traditionally masculine features. So now I'm curious. Now I gotta look them up. Now I'm curious, I'm literally talking about somebody beating me to it, and, uh, and I think somebody beat me to it. Let's, uh, have a quick sneak peek here. Uh, Brian Simpson, Naomi Ekperigan. Um, Mark Normand, he's, like, super, he's pretty famous. Janelle James. Uh, Dusty Slay, that's, a yeah, and Melissa Velasenor from Saturday Night Live. Um, I'll have to look into who these folks are. Hmm. And then there's a Tiffany Haddish one. They Ready, which I heard has a trans comedian in it as well. Um, there's Godfrey, Aaron Jackson... Let's see, Tony Woods, Kimberly Clark, Barbara Carlisle, Dean Edwards. I thought I heard that there was somebody, somebody like, is somebody a trans woman? Where the hell? Flame Monroe, I think that's it. Oh, she's a drag queen. Not the same, everyone. Not the same. Okay? Not the same. This is your reminder that drag queens and trans people are not the same. Um, where was I? Um, so that's resolution number one. Put out an album. Uh, resolution number two is uh, get a work visa for the United States of America. I am in contact with a immigration lawyer right now. I still have yet to complete my homework assignment, which is to put together uh, a bit of a portfolio to get started on that. I just need to dedicate an afternoon to doing that work. So that's easy. I can, I can get some shit done there. That's doable. Uh, and I have enough credits to make it happen. So, I'm, so that's doable. And oh, I have two more resolutions actually. Uh, resolution number three is I want to do a bit of traveling and not just on tour. You know what I mean? When I'm, if I were to die tomorrow, I would look back on my life and be like, well, uh, I saw red deer. At least I know what red deer is like. And that is kind of sad. 
So I want to expand my world. I think I have a bit of a shrunken world. I've been living in the same place for a decade now. And it's time to, to see some places. So uh, either the States or the UK, I'm thinking. Possibly going to the Edinburgh, applying to that Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland in August. So these are things that I'm mulling over, chewing on. That's resolution number three. And resolution number four, I, you know, I, you know your girl complains a lot about her hair. I complain a lot about my hair. And uh, even though my sister very generously and kindly uh, showed me a bunch of tricks to do with my hair so it's not nearly as bad as I really uh, have been saying it is, it has potential somewhere in there. It's thicker than I say it is. Uh, but even so, it is very thin and I'm going to get some kind of a procedure done there. And I am wary of procedures in general. I am I have a wariness to them because a lot of the trans women that I follow on Instagram, uh, they eventually get carried away and you start to wonder at what point are you, is the authentic you a composition of, of physical traits that you're just sort of reaching for, for, for perfection? At what point is your self-esteem built on physical validation as opposed to pure self-love and self-esteem despite your flaws? You know, a lot of the, okay, so uh, yeah, the best way to put it is a lot of the trans role models out there are these women who try and, who don't acknowledge or embrace their flaws, but instead patch over them with surgeries. And then everybody kind of validates them and says how proud they are of them. And they're like, I'm finally living my truth. And I'm, this is the happiest I've ever been. And the messaging, the subtext of it all is you can only be happy and valid if you are conventionally beautiful and, um, and always the spitting image of feminine per perfection. So I don't want to go down that path. I don't want to pull on that thread for too much, but oh boy. But there are some things I'd like to get done and I feel like a hair, some with my hair would, would really truly make me happier. Oh boy, Algus. Oh, you know, I say that I'm consistent within, my, within myself, but that's a bit of a, a contradiction, isn't it? Am I being hypocritical? You tell me. I, I would love to know what it sounds like from the other side, what another rational human being makes of my troubles here, my, my thoughts. You know, would, I wish it was easy for me to look at my fucking thin ass, hairy from dumb and dumber ass, undertaker ass looking hair and be like, you know what? I'm gorgeous, but it's, but it doesn't happen. Uh, and not that, you know, my worth is in my, is in my beauty. Nobody's worth is truly in their beauty. People can be nice to look at, but like, what are you, uh, what good, what happiness, what, what progress, what learning and growing are you contributing to the world just by being a nice thing to look at? Oh, uh, all right. I digress. This is not, this is dumb. I shouldn't be talking about this stuff. Um, speaking of pretty, <laughs> my, 
my sister's kids and my sister and her husband and her children, their little nuclear family that they have is so photogenic. They are so beautiful. Something out of a goddamn magazine. They're all little blonde, blue eyed, just, oh, but they're so cute and they're so kind. And, and it's, they're all, all of them in that family are so thoughtful and generous and so intelligent. Oh my God geniuses. I'm just, I'm proud of my family. I hung out with them for Christmas. The mood just feels tense. I don't know if I'm projecting myself onto any of it. Uh, I know that it's still sort of, it's going to take a long time to normalize and I understand that, but I don't know how much of it is in my head and how much of it is truly as palpable as I believe it to be sometimes. It just feels weird and I get it. I don't begrudge them for that. It's nice. My family is great and they try and they try and they try and they, and they put in their best effort and their intentions are good. So I hope you had a good Christmas break as well, whether you stayed home and stayed safe or whether you uh, went and visited people. If you are closeted, then my heart goes out to you. And if you're not, then good for you. And I hope it was safe and relaxing and I hope it was everything that you uh, had hoped it would be and not dreaded right um COVID is everywhere it seems like all my friends have it every comedian certainly has it except for me I still don't have it my roommate and friend one person not two of course uh contracted it uh, a week and a half ish ago a week ago I guess now is when I found out so I haven't made any contact with him. He's been quarantining separately. He should be back in a couple days, he says, because he's feeling much better and symptoms are, are going away. I want to be careful and make sure that he's fucking, that he can do goddamn cartwheels. He'd better cartwheel through this goddamn door. And if he sniffles once, I am retreating to my room and barricading it with planks of wood. Uh, you know, you'd better, hey, hey, Stevie boy, you'd better cartwheel into my fucking, into our, <laughs> my, well, it's mine now until you're healthy enough to, and to enter back in. I would be a goddamn bubble girl if he doesn't cartwheel his ass in here. <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of water. That's resolution number five. More water. Mm. No. So those are my December 31st resolutions, you guys. Those five things. Um, album slash special. There's going to be an audio component that I will uh, distribute on audio platforms, on um, satellite radio and such. There will be a video component that, I, that I've yet to figure out how to manage that properly. I, I don't know if I should just make it free and splash it all over YouTube. If that's the way to go, then that might be the way to go. I don't care if the video portion doesn't make money as long as it, you know. This is a case that uh, I am willing to work for exposure because it's me and I'm paying myself and it's okay if I don't pay myself, you know, even though I should pay myself. But I want to find a way to make it some income because God damn it, I deserve it after building this archive of material for 15 years. And uh, I should I should reap the rewards of all the work that I've done, but at the same time um, I'm willing to splash it everywhere for free as an investment, 
and hope that it gets me some traction and growth and drives maybe some ears to this podcast. And I want to give a shout out to everybody who uh, has been commenting on it and, and shooting me personal messages and rating and reviewing. I haven't even bothered looking at the rating and reviewings, but please give it five stars if you like. And anything less than that, please don't. Because I need to grow first before you can be really, truly honest. We'll reach a critical mass where I'll give you permission to talk shit about me. But until then, like, come on, please. Just, you know, I'm an underdog. So any shit that you talk, any ratings that are less than five are frankly mean. Okay? (laughs) You're fucking mean. I'll take constructive criticism privately. But if you bash me publicly, you're fucking jerk. (laughs) Not enough people know about me and like me enough. I'm not popular slash famous enough for you to be mean. For you to be anything short than (laughs) than five-star praise. What what the fuck are you doing? Why are you dragging me down when I haven't even had takeoff yet? I haven't even lifted off and you're already throwing weights on my... You're sandbagging me. Quit sandbagging. Don't sandbag. Give me five stars. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, those are my five resolutions. Album, uh, American work visa, travel abroad, do something, some uh, medical procedure for my head, some uh, cosmetic thing for my head, and drink more water. Uh, yeah. What a year it's been for old Algus. For old Algus. I um I started taking hormones in April. I doubled I doubled my dosage in on November. I remember the dates now. Uh April 8th. This is how important it is to me. I don't remember anything especially dates. Uh, I need to put that shit in my phone as an alert. But I wonder if that's common, you know? The fact that nobody remembers phone numbers anymore and it's all just automatic. I wonder if people remember, truly remember dates. But I guess this is a milestone for me. So I'll remember. I remember April 8th. Started on hormones. November, I want to say, that was the 8th. November 8th. I doubled them. So how long has it been? I guess let's count. Uh, April to May to June to July to August to September to October to November to December. So it's almost nine months to January. Almost nine months since I've started, and that's not bad. I'm pretty proud of myself, you know. Looking back, I'm doing all things considered. I'm doing okay, despite. The circumstances plaguing, literally plaguing the world, and and all of us, I am doing okay. And you know, the personal growth that I've enjoyed slash suffered through <laughs> um, has been worth it. And I I was talking with a friend of mine, Jeff Leeson, super funny comic. He's got a uh, if you go to dry the Dry Bar Comedy app, he's got a special out on Dry Bar comedy on the app. It's called What's the Secret? I think. What's the Secret? Good old friend of mine, uh, a, a fucking role model and uh, and a teacher to me of stand-up, 
and a, bro- and a brother, truly. Uh, we used to call each other brother in arms, and last night he said so touchingly, he said, you're my sister in arms. And it was the sweetest little moment, and oh, it's stuff like that, you know, that goddamn just, it, it fills my heart with love. Anyways, check his thing out. But uh, we were talking last night, and what was I going to say? Oh, shit. <laughs> well, there it goes. Ah, oh, tell brother is in arms, sister is in arms, dry bar. Oh, this must, this, these parts must be so infuriating for you guys. Screaming your heads off at me. I'll have to, okay, I gotta pause and track back now. Okay, uh, I wanted to say, and I barely even got there, I wanted to say that uh, what came up in our conversation, I realized, um, despite having plenty of things that I still wish to change, of course. Life is a never-ending quest for growth and self-actualization and authenticity and enjoyment. Uh, While there are plenty of things that I wish would change about myself in particular or my circumstances or whatnot, I, all things considered, I'm, you know, this, the changes that I've been going through, I am really content with and I'm very proud of myself and I'm happy with them and like it's the little things that add up about my transition that are just are really reassuring and validating and like I'm I'm perfectly at home in a lot of these changes that have been happening and I don't know if that's uh, often clear enough to anybody so especially uh, people that I'm still anxious around, you know, I, I guess I still carry lots of shame and, and embarrassment that I sort of project onto other people. I just presume that they're kind of, you know, like my family, for example, I just sort of, I project my insecurities onto them and feel like they're, they're embarrassed of me or ashamed of me or something. And I can't even speak on their behalf, but like, Maybe I just don't, I'm, I'm too uh, afraid to admit just how happy I've been with these changes and just how precious they are to me and how, um, and the accumulation of these little happinesses contribute to a broader self-comfort, a broader assurance that I'm on the right path and that um, this is right for me and I'm and I'm happy with with these things they make me happy and isn't that what life is all about you know so um yeah I'm that day in on April 8th I was terrified one little tiny blue pill one little tiny blue pill two two milligrams of estradiol uh taking that thing uh, choking it down because I suck at taking pills and I still do to this day. I like, <laughs> I have to fucking cock my head back like a pelican and I have to like, <laughs> it's the most unattractive thing that I do in my entire life. Even worse than poops. I I think if you, if you were to watch me choke down pills and vitamins, uh, you'd be like, I would rather watch you defecate on, onto a, a nice piece of, of kitchenette china. Like, I want you to defecate on, spoil something, shit on a puppy, on a cute little puppy. I would rather watch that than watch you slide 
choke down an estradiol pill down your gullet. Um, yeah, so on that way to ruin a sincere moment, Alval, April 8th, I was talking about this momentous occasion and, and invoking and evoking uh, that profound, um, the standing on the precipice of this life-altering decision and the anxieties and the excitements that uh, come with that, just the rush of taking that pill and, and, and the symbolism of stepping over the edge into this unknown into the uncertain and and knowing that I'm I'm fundamentally changing all my relationships and and well not all I mean my favorite ones are the ones where nothing really changed you know um but uh yeah way to ruin that moment talking about shitting on a puppy Algus god come on you know um uh, all the concerns that I've had about changes that I will regret you know what i mean the things that i was afraid i would lose that were fundamental to myself i haven't noticed a damn thing you know maybe i and i i cry a little bit more i don't know if that's that has anything to do with the hormones or if that's a cliche unfair stereotype but i feel profoundly more emotive and more in tune with my own emotions and i and i think that's so special and i love that I'm really fond of that. I'm, I'm like, I'm so close to being a blubbery mess a lot of the time. A lot of the time. Not all the time. But, you know, whenever I have a sentimental moment with anyone. And, uh, yeah. So I'm all that to say. I am, uh, what a year it's been for me. And while my stand-up has, uh, my happiness and my... And these changes have really con uh, contributed and converted into onstage success as far as my act goes. Maybe not career, quite career. Well, you no, know, let's be fair, Algus. Uh, good things are happening. Big things are on their way. Um, yeah, it's all been, career aside, I'm in a, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place. I have my, I, and you know, trust me, like I said, I'm, I'm racked with insecurities and anxiety. I, I went out today to run errands without a wig. I felt empowered because my sister showed me cool hair stuff about my hair. And now I'm practicing. It's, I'm shedding another layer of protection by going out without a wig. Still got my mask on so nobody can see my jawline and my five o'clock shadow. And my voice is still a dead giveaway, and it makes people uh, give me sideways glances and and look at me really strange. And I like I'm really jittery. I have so much anxious energy when I share elevators with people. My hand shakes when I press a button, and I just avoid eye contact. I hate. I don't want to say anything. I squeak out a hello if they say hi. I'm like, hi, hi. <laughs> it's like, oh. I still have lo a long way to go in a lot of aspects, but looking back since April 8th, man, I have really conquered a lot. I've, and I've really pushed myself. So, um, I, and this is the, this is the stuff that matters, you know, not the, not the Instagram, not the good for the algorithm shit, the whole, I don't know, look at my cleavage. 
I'm finally in my own body because now I, I got size C, double C tits. Um, so I'm so happy now. Here's a bikini shot. Even though, you know, good for you. Physical empowerment. I'm not slut. Ugh, I'm, I, I got to stop with that shit. I don't know what to make of it. I feel guilty when I gripe about it because I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. And I don't want to come down on anyone if that's how they how they find their happiness. You know, I just wonder what it's worth. Maybe it's not worth much to me. I look for happiness in other places, I guess. Uh, that doesn't make me better, of course. <laughs> if you know me well enough, you know my self-esteem is so low that I don't, I certainly don't consider myself above anyone, you know? We all like to think that we're morally superior than the average human being, but, you know, law of averages. We're all average. Most of us are average more moral. <laughs> you think you're more moral than anyone else. You're probably average moral. <laughs> no offense sorry i don't know if this comes as a shock or a big slap in the face but hey you're probably average moral and that's fine okay not everyone can be a saint not everyone can be a demon saints and demons the world is not made up of those types there's so much more nuance to human morality and what is morality anyways you know but a system of rules that we've all kind of agreed upon a social contract if you will it is a conscience, but does conscience exist without social training and without being told at a young age what is right and wrong? Why does, why exactly does that explain how people grow up with different moral compasses? You know what I'm saying? Oh boy, getting deep. Let's wade back to shallower pools. Oh, I like, I know I had something to say maybe five topics ago and I lost it. Um, I guess that tangent about being proud of how far I've come. That's that's really the point. I hope that you feel... I know it's circumstances have made it so difficult to feel like you are putting in meaningful work, whether personal or career-wise or, or what have you. So whether or not you're experiencing the same sort of um, fortunate blessed feelings as me if you don't feel like you've had it as as good or as easy or as lucky certainly um that's all right too man you gotta you gotta live with yourself and you gotta forgive yourself and you gotta be good and kind to yourself so i hope you had a good year if you didn't hang in there it, it'll you always got to believe it gets better hope is all we have left sometimes so hang on to that hope because you're worth it baby you're worth it. Oh, man. <laughs> See, talk about crying. Uh, just the words, you're worth it, make my eyes hot and wet. <laughs> I'm like, you guys, I'm literally about to cry. You're worth it. Sometimes we say these things out loud, um, but really what we're saying, uh, we're saying them to ourselves. So <sighs> you're worth it, you guys. I'm worth it. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse me while I wipe my face. Excuse me while I lie my spliff. <clears throat> All right, let's move on. Um, uh, today I learned that on the iPhone, if you take a screenshot. Oh, Jesus, Algus, pull yourself together. Uh, today I learned that if you take a screenshot on an iPhone, it you get 
uh, you can of if you take a screenshot of text on your iPhone, you can copy paste the text. It reads the text, which is so cool. But it took me uh, it took me too long to figure that out, and it and it took me a YouTube video, uh, a tutorial YouTube video to find out that you can just basically hold your finger on the screen, and then it'll recognize the text, and then you can you can like. Uh, the blue highlighter thing shows up and you can just drag it and copy and paste as you would over regular text. So, so I learned that from a YouTube video, you guys. YouTube, what a goddamn blessing YouTube is. And what a curse YouTube comments are. <laughs> oh, man. YouTube does not deserve the YouTube comments. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> um, ah. Uh, uh, YouTube does not deserve the YouTube comments, but you know what else? Uh, I got to say, there is still a lot of garbage out there and there is a lot of frustrating stuff. I, my webcam doesn't work anymore. It just stopped fucking working and none of the YouTube tutorials help me and it doesn't help my mood. It doesn't help my anger. I get so like, that's probably the angriest I get is when I feel helpless when it comes to technology, when I'm looking for hours when something just stops working inexplicably, like I don't break it. There's no bang. There's no, it just out of nowhere. Like I've done nothing different than how I've treated it. And then it just stops. So first of all, right there, fuck you big times. And then it just, my, my anger exponentially, it come, it compounds when the solutions are online read to be very simple. Hey, it's just a matter of this and this and this, and there you go. Uh, and those, I swear to God, 90% of the time do not work for me. Never. The top rated solutions that get like a billion fucking thumbs up and are like, oh, wow, this is super helpful and really easy. Thanks. They literally 90% of the time do not work for me. And that makes me angrier when I see all the comments. Oh, wow, super easy. Problem solved. Great, thanks. Um, so that makes me feel even angrier. And so I got to do deeper dives into the internet, into YouTube tutorials where most of them say the same solution that somehow doesn't work for me that I'm following to a T and don't work. And then I got to get more obscure and look for other solutions. And then what makes me even more upset <laughs> is when I, when I pick up a YouTube, when I, oh, I know you guys know what I'm about to talk about. When you like go to a, some YouTube video, that's like how to do a blah, blah, blah. And then the first, the opening fucking three minutes of the video or this person like, Hey, what's up guys? It's your girl, Candace. Um, before we get into the video, by the way, this video is brought to you by Sandwiches Deluxe. Uh, it's a it's a delivery service. They they deliver you sandwiches to your door. Um, I let me go through a list of the sandwiches that they delivered to my door every day for the past month. On the first day, they delivered me a Reuben sandwich, which had uh, various meats. Okay, and day two was a Monte Cristo sandwich. Sandwiches Deluxe, once again, that's the name. So this video was brought to you by Sandwiches Deluxe. So they go through all that shit. And then they're like, don't forget to like and subscribe. 
And uh, if you also like this video, make sure that you looked at this other thing and you're like, can you please get to the problem, please? And so you have to sort through that. That's three minutes. And they're like, uh, and, and not only that, but just get to the fucking point. They're like, today it's going to be, <laughs> and I know a lot of you have this problem. and <laughs> I've had this problem on occasion. And let me tell you, it can be frustrating. And I'm like, oh, you think? Do you think you're helping things by standing directly in the way of me getting to the problem? You know what that is the equivalent of? When you're, when you're like the only person in a store uh, at like a help desk and they have the maze of, of velvet rope, the stanchions or the stanchions. You know what I mean? The little fucking zigzaggy maze that uh it's like hey if there were hundreds of people here if there was the entire population of luxembourg came in for help with their printer at this at this uh fucking best buy then they would all line up here in this conveniently <laughs> uh complexly designed rope maze that's some of the YouTube videos are the equivalent of you fucking at an it's and it's in an empty store having to like zigzag your way down this Luxembourgian sized rope maze to finally get to the end and be like out of breath like yeah the printer the power buttons jammed <laughs> so. <clears throat> So those YouTube videos, man, those are the ones that bother me. The ones, my favorite ones are the ones done by some Russian guy. Uh, you can tell he did it in his basement with limited resources. That's the fucking guy. That's my guy, you know, that cuts right to the chase. He's like, hello, YouTube. This is my YouTube video of if your webcam stop working. Okay. So you go to this menu if you had this webcam. You, you bring up this menu here, uh, you click on that, you, you reformat this, uh, and then after that it should work. Okay, uh, thank you, goodbye. <laughs> and then that's it. And then that's it. That's the YouTube video. And the likes underneath and, and the comments underneath are like, bro, I my favorite part is that you do not do too much talking. Thank you. This is short and helpful. And everyone's Russian. You gotta, if you want help done right, you gotta go to Russian YouTube. <laughs> There's a corner of YouTube that's Russian and it's very uh, business centered and it's by the book and it's uh, point A to point B, get the job done, Russian YouTube. That's what I'm talking about. If you need help with anything mechanical or technological, you, you find a, a Russian guy to tell you in 30 seconds or less. Yes, hello, if your printer is broken, there's this corner of it that it gets jammed sometimes, you can give it a punch, I, here I do a swig, I sometimes do swig of vodka, and then I give it a rough punch in the corner, and that should jam it back in place. Okay, uh, thank you, my name is Rubik Nieskiv, uh, thank you, goodbye. And like that, that was five seconds too long because he mentioned his name. Most of the time they're nameless Russian 
uh, Russian fucking saints. They're saints is what they are. So anyways, if anybody can tell me in 30 seconds or less how to fix my webcam or how to update the drivers on my printer and fix my printer as well, that would be great. Because uh, now I can only print things from my phone and not my desktop for some crazy weird loophole reason. And that's how these things always end, is instead of finding a solution, I find some backdoor band-aid way around the problem that never gets resolved because nobody in on the in the on the face of the world no resource in the complicated network of the internet nobody on the entire fucking internet can ever solve my problem and it doesn't help that my patience is so thin for these things but i swear to god i give them a legit shot you know and the printer thing and the webcam thing both happened at the same time. And I spent a fucking day being angry and getting angrier and angrier. Uh, and even going to Russian YouTube and then being like, if your webcam does not work, you, you have to do unplug, do uninstall. Then when you install again, you have to go, go to this illegal site. If nothing else works, they're always like, uh, if if webcam still continues not to work, you go to this site here, download this uh, download this code, punch that into your mainframe, and then boom bang, it should work. Okay, you didn't hear this from me. Uh, all hail Putin. Bye. Click end of video. Russian YouTube. I wish they would. Uh, I wish they would really um, uh, help me with my webcam, but instead, I guess I'm like, you know, my solution is to just buy a fucking new one and hope that when it installs, it it installs properly and, and it's fine. So, gee willikers, you know, just bothers me, just bothers me. So there you go, guys. I went from real positive space of self-reflection to uh screaming about my broken webcam and russian youtube um i think there was also sometimes i get to the end of these tangents and i'm like there was a an initial point that i was gonna get to and then i got distracted i think i did want to talk about russian youtube but i don't even need to give you this back commentary here these this director's cut but I like you guys, and I really appreciate the people who have been reaching out uh, personally to... Oh, God, it's the most flattering thing. It's the most flattering thing when people quote me back to me. I know it's very... Uh, it serves my ego quite nicely, but it's also... Uh, it's wholesome, you know? It's not just an ego stroke. I, it makes me feel like I am... Uh, it makes me feel less directionless. It makes me feel like I am working towards something and that um, it's not just about me. It's a shared experience. So it makes me happy and proud that people like my stuff enough to uh, to quote it back at me. It's a share. You're sharing it back with me and we're and we're sharing a moment. And I really do love that. That's I think it's profound. Uh, if I don't leave behind any other sort of legacy, then my life will be made up of those beautiful moments shared with um, friends and family, of course, first and foremost. But as far as my life's purpose goes, 
my my contribution is those precious shared moments. And so uh, year end, I just want to give a year end thank you to you guys. I made, I don't know when I started this. I think I made like a roughly a February 2nd resolution to do podcasts. I started close to the beginning of the year, so it's almost been a year. I'll have to refer back to when that first episode came out. And by first episode, I mean episode two, because fun fact, I just started on episode two, you guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so if you've been here since episode two, um, my very sincerest thank you for sticking with me and for staying along with the journey and for I'm, I'm just honored that you like my stuff. And you like listening to me blab on about Russian YouTube. Well, hello. So this is my tutorial. Welcome to Russian YouTube. So uh, thank you, guys. Um, I hope you had a good 2021. Uh, it was a real rough one that I'm sure a lot of us won't mind leaving in the past. But remember to reflect on the good times and uh, on the good that you're doing out there because it exists and you're worth it. You're worth it, baby. Uh, I love you. Thank you. Um, Happy New Year, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye.